This is Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. <laughs> We're letting you in on what girls really talk about. Oh, yeah. Now, here are your hosts, Franny and Megan. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is your girl Franny and of course right across from me, I wish you could see this, she is a sight for sore eyes, I have Megan. Hey! Hi Franny! I know. So if you've been listening, we kind of fooled you all the past couple weeks and uh, you may be new to Pillow Talk, whether you're right. listening on Real Radio 92.1 or 101.7, Saturday night. Sunday nights, 10 p.m., or you're listening on that absolutely free iHeartRadio app. But we have cut a couple, I don't want to say a couple, we've cut a handful of episodes, maybe like 11 or 12, but man down. <laughs> yeah, man, we we lost a real strong soldier <laughs> yeah. last, the last couple weeks. Yeah, two weeks, um, uh, and by man down, I mean this woman was down for a couple weeks. Well, really a, like a handful, like five days, five, six days. Um, and it was what's taken a lot of people down the past year and a half. And I thought that I was one of the ones that just kind of skated past it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, I must be <laughs> immune to this COVID thing that uh, everybody has. Yeah, well, I had a very big check, a reality check. Yeah. I wish it was a real check, <laughs> a big check. Yeah, yeah, I wish somebody would just have given you a really <laughs> like big check. Like a really big check, <laughs> yeah. not just a reality check. <laughs> But yeah, unfortunately, money, 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 money. no, I know. But unfortunately, Megan, my husband and I got COVID. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And as I mentioned, and we've talked about it before, because mm -hmm. we met Tending Bar together. We did. And I've been doing it for the past year and a half. I mean, longer than that, but since the pandemic. So right. I've been around people. I've been going to concerts, this and that. So I was saying, so I was like, man, either I've already had it and I didn't know. Right. Um, but I guess not. So <laughs> my husband got it way worse than I did, like the hospital. Worse. Yeah, yeah, that, and I, I know I, you know, I checked in every now and then. I was, I was trying not to like totally bombard you, but um, I think I texted you at one point and was like, "Hi, like daily check in, just want to make no, sure." No, you did. Everybody over there is good. You did. You were super thoughtful and not, on the daily. You're right. It was, it was a daily check in, which was really nice. And sometimes a few times a day, just seeing. And it wasn't just me. You were asking about Matt, who's my husband. Um, but yeah, he ended up in the hospital for four days because he got <sighs> pneumonia on top of it. No. And it, it was, it was scary. It really was. And it, in my head, I was like, it's so crazy because you hear these stories, just how two people in the same household can deal with it so differently. Right. Like I was just, you know, headaches, achy. Um, I did the whole taste and smell thing is a real deal. That sucks. Oh my, for a girl who loves food, I was, I, I was in shock. And I was putting whatever I could do on food to see if I could taste anything, <laughs> like hot sauce, everything. Yeah. Like I ate like a, a piece, a clove of garlic by itself. Mm, okay. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I know. I'm and Italian, I, so. Oh, but I, girl, I love garlic, but I won't just pop a clove in. I, I, I girl, like everything to death, but I could nothing, nothing. No. I couldn't even taste like you know how garlic has that like spiciness, like oh, that. Yeah. Little, I, it was so weird, and so I mean that was the worst of it. But luckily everybody's okay. But um, yeah, thank God. I know, but we, you know, I know we have some really good people in our lives, and I do want to give a shout out because obviously Megan was fantastic. But one of my girlfriends, her co-host, she does radio too, lives right next door to me. Like literally, our, our fences touch. That's a big uh, personality neighborhood. There. <laughs> it is. It is. If you want to see some big radio personalities, go to Palm Beach Gardens. Right. <laughs> Do one of those like tours. Like, is that Megan? Is yeah. she the tour guide? I'm, right. like, I'm just trying to make a buck, Franny. <laughs> a double decker bus like the TMZ yeah. ones. I love it. And there's Franny. And there's Jason. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, uh, so, so she was every day. Yeah. I would get a text message, and her show was over early. They, they're a morning show, so we're on like 11, 11 30. I would get a text message like, hey, left a little care package at your door. So the first Aww. day I'm like, oh my God, it's so sweet. Like yeah. Pedialyte, Gatorade, snacks, these candies she knows I love. Have you ever had those Australian licorices? It doesn't taste like a Twizzler. They're strawberries. So there's not like the, um, what am I trying to think? Like the licorice that people don't like that, like that taste, like the black I licorice. Don't, I don't know that I've ever had this. So it's an Australian company that makes them and they're, okay. they're short and they're fat and they're cylindrical. Mm. And they're <laughs> Like a Vienna sausage. <laughs> I don't even want to go there. <laughs> we'll get to the... Actually, if you want to check out the Vienna sausage thing, you can go to our social media for the radio station, Real Radio 921 on Facebook and Instagram, and you will see Megan taking one of those down. 
It was an unpleasant thing. I got kind of forced into it. Yeah. I'm way too agreeable as a human being. You are. You're well, a very nice person. <laughs> we digress. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, but I, I'll get you the brand. They're delicious. I can't remember it, but I know it's an Australian brand and they're, they're my favorite. So she knows it. Mm. So that, and then I was like, oh, that was nice one day. Every day dropped off something. Wow, what I'm, a one-upper. I know, I know. <laughs> and then when my husband was in the hospital the last night, she didn't know it was the last night. The last night he was in the hospital, he was at um, Palm Beach Gardens Medical, and thank you for everybody there. They took really good care of him oh. and everybody that's there. You know, I know there's so many people in the hospitals and frontline workers that are busting their ass this time right. um, during the pandemic. But she even, like, sent the whole floor that he was on, the staff, Sent them pizza and salads. What? I know. You you said one upper. I felt like a terrible person. <laughs> Here I am feeling better. I'm already tested negative for COVID. Yeah. I went out with my friends while he's in the hospital having drinks. And, and meanwhile, my friends sending him pizza to the staff there. I'm like, man, I am a terrible wife and <laughs> no. friend. Oh my goodness. But you know, I did I asked I asked him what he needed. And you know, one day I brought him, I had them well, I didn't bring him, I had tropical smoothie delivered to him and like oh. a few things. So, but he's home and he's better and that's all that matters. Yes. Thank God. Yes. And we're here and we're doing a new episode. So that's how it kind of started. I was like, gotcha. Because we (laughs) did, we did a little best of action. We did. The past couple weeks, but um, definitely catch up. So on this Pillow Talk, listen, it's still fun and games. We have a lot going on. Um, I'm going to quiz Megan in a little bit. And uh, (laughs) this one is, so sometimes I feel like, you know, that, and, and Megan, you're a bit younger than me. But I think we're kind of the same level on, um, you know, some of like the slangs and the emojis that these kids use. I don't know if we know exactly what it means. Yeah, no, I'm frequently confused by what the kids these days are saying. <laughs> the kids, exactly. That's that's what makes sense. <laughs> we're like the kids these days. Right. Yeah. So I'm gonna quiz her on what the claims are here. It's 17 of the horniest emojis ranked by their sexiness. So I'm going to ask Megan. I'm going to tell her what the emoji is, and I want her to tell me what she thinks it means. Okay. All right. On top of that, we're going to talk about um, maybe the latest new brunch spot. This is the hottest spot in America right now. Oh. Yes. Bitches love brunch. That's what they say. (laughs) Facts. Uh Uh-huh. And then uh, to get a little bit in the serious discussion, we're going to talk about emotional affairs. Is it just as bad as a physical affair? And then, of course, we're going to get into your DMs, your direct messages. And that's when you send us something. Maybe you're seeking advice from me or Megan. And if they want to get in touch with us or seek us out on social, how can they, Megan? Well, it's very simple. We are on all basically all social media. We you can find us at pillowtalkpodcast.fm and that's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And it is our Instagram where we check our DMs. So as Franny mentioned, our direct messages. And guys, we've uh, we've made this joke a, a time or two, but this could be your first time tuning into Pillow Talk. And um, we invite you to slide into our DMs. Yes. Yes. If you have a question for Franny and I, if you have a story, uh, maybe there's a love debacle, a friend debacle, and that is what we are going to deal with today. Someone slid in our DMs with a friendship issue, and Franny and I are going to give our opinions. We're going to do our very best to steer you in the right direction. Exactly. And if you feel like you got something you just got to let off your chest, you can always hit us up on our Instagram, pillowtalkpodcast.fm, and send us a DM. So before we get into the thick of things, I also want to say I kind of, you know, during my time out, uh, which I did feel like I was in time out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're stuck at home for a couple weeks, yeah. you know? I mean, there's just, there's nothing to it. And I know you hear people that sneak out here and there. I was like, no, I'm not going to be that person who's getting busted and be like, yeah. so-and-so in COVID and she was at the grocery store. Um, local radio personality. Yep. <laughs> I told you that's my thing now. Oh, it's yeah. my moral my moral yep. guide is I, I start in my head by saying local radio host uh-huh. and then I finish the sentence and I'm like, good idea, bad idea, Megan. Like, yeah. uh, we'll see. Isn't that funny? Before you started doing radio, just listen to thought in your head. You're like, hey, bad idea, let's do it. I'm in. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, I'm hanging <laughs> off things at bars and... Yeah. Yeah, no, I can't do that anymore. I know. So I was looking at your personal Instagram and that's at Megan Spaghetti and I saw that you had a pretty good time at a birthday party. I did. It was so much fun, Franny. So one of my best friends in the whole wide world, Jenny, it was her 30th birthday. Happy birthday, Jenny. Happy birthday. And um, we threw her a big surprise party. And by we, I mostly mean her husband, Jimmy. He came through. It was like the coolest party. One of those with like the personalized cookies. And there was a sushi boat. Oh, I love and a, it. And a private painting class. 
And that's probably what you saw. Yes. So that part was really cool. And I have I have questions about that because I've done actually my first Valentine's Day with my husband. He took me to one of those sipping, sipping strokes, whatever they're called. (laughs) Sipping stroking. (laughs) Maybe something different at your house. But this is painting. (laughs) This is painting. And it was like a BYOB. You bring a bottle of wine and Mm -hmm. you do it. So he had somebody come to the house and like like a professional, right? Somebody who owned a store. Um, and, and when I saw it, I was like, man, that's so cool. I saw pictures of your husband and you and you guys were holding up your skulls. Yes. So I saw that. And then I also noticed in the photographs on your social media that there was black balloons. You guys were all wearing black. The girls were on black as well. And yeah. so was there a theme to this party? <laughs> Absolutely. So it was death to her twenties, which is why we had like black love and it. skulls everywhere. Yeah. It was super cool. It now, was, was so this much his fun. idea. Um, actually, I guess she had pinned some like birthday party ideas on her Pinterest. Okay. And her sister and her um, sister-in-law and I had all noticed that she was pinning a lot. Mm-hmm. And so when she had talked about maybe doing a party, throwing herself kind of a party, she had said, oh, what, what does everybody think about a death to your 20s party? And I guess her husband was like, no, I don't like that. It's kind of morbid. And then made this like plan to do a big surprise party. Oh, so she, sneaky. Yeah. And yeah. she was kind of mad that he like poo pooed on her idea. She was like, I really like that. Like, why doesn't he support it? We're all like, I don't know. Let's, you know. It's but you weird. knew that he was that he was going to do it. Well, not initially. Okay. But then when he started reaching out like to myself and, you know, some of her other close friends about uh, helping plan the surprise. Then we realized, you know, what was going on. And it, but it ended up being so fun. And that's why we were painting the skulls. Which is such a fun like additive, and the, the do you get competitive by the way with that? And I know it's because I have such a <laughs> I have such a competitive nature, uh-huh. and it doesn't matter if I'm playing a board game or charades or I mean doing Spartan races, whatever. Mm-hmm. When I when I was doing that with my husband, we went to that sip and stroke thing, and uh, I. I was getting so frustrated because he his artistic skills were so much better than mine. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> I was. I was getting so frustrated by it. And it, that was like the competitive nature. I was like, oh, I got to do better than him. Like that. Well, what's funny is that my girlfriend that was sitting next to me, uh, she was like getting frustrated because she didn't think she was doing as good as she should have been. Yeah. And, you know, I am like slightly a, a bit of a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least like at times. And so when I'm doing something like that, like I was trying to be so steady. I was trying to like stay in the lines and do a really good job. So I guess I was being like a little bit competitive, but more so just like... With yourself though. Yeah, with, with more him. so with myself than like him. But I was hearing other people get like, I like outwardly frustrated. It was so fun. And the, uh-huh. the paint instructor was like encouraging us to drink. He was like, has everybody like had a few drinks? Like are we in the lettuce? Well, it relaxes like, you, I guess, yeah. because like you said, you were kind of in your head about it. And then when you have a couple drinks and you're just a little bit more loosey goosey. Yeah. Then I was like popping sushi in my mouth at the same time. I felt like I was like Picasso. <laughs> my hands are just running wild. You needed a third hand, one for the drink, one for the <laughs> right. sushi and one for the paintbrush. <laughs> right. So after all of this activity and after all of the drinking and there was a DJ and we were dancing so at the end of the he night, went all out. Good hubby, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like a bunch of claps and snaps and stuff. Yes, right yes, snaps, yes. snaps. <laughs> but at the end of the night, everybody was hot, and they put all this dry ice in the pool, and so to make it spooky and like yes. yes, like it was fog all over the pool. It was so cool, and we had like a big three and zero balloon, and we had her hold them. Well, then she's like, "Should I jump in the pool?" We're all like, "Yeah!" Everybody's screaming at her. She jumps in the pool, and then her husband, like after we we're all taking pictures and stuff. He's like, hey, he's like, I know you want to get in there with her, right? And I was like, well, I mean, and before Franny, I could even finish my sentence. Before I knew it, I was flying through the air and I was submerged completely in the pool. You should have you should have known. As that he he asked you, like, hey, in the back of your head, you'd be like, I'm about, I'm about to, to get fly in the air. in the pool. Yeah. I should have known. I should have like it just happened so fast. <laughs> yeah. And, and there was a couple drinks in you too. Exactly. So my reaction time is yep. slower. Way slower. I'm like, what? <laughs> meanwhile. Like Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah, and I'm flying through the air. And I remember, I'm like, I have a cell phone in my pocket. And oh, not only. No, there's casualties. Not only a cell phone, Franny. But as we've mentioned in previous episodes of Pillow Talk, um, Franny and I both have our medical marijuana cards. Yes, we are. We are legal. We yes. are legal. <laughs> and so I had my THC pen. Oh no! Like the cartridge, you know, type yes. pen in my back pocket as well. So as immediately as I come up from the water, the first thing I did was like whip the phone and the pen up on the pool deck. But it was too late. The phone ended up being my husband's. It wasn't even yours. No, 
Did you realize it was, did you think it was yours? It was just one of those random things at your phone? Because I know your phone and you would know your phone because your phone looks like it's been through some things. It has been. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you, you can't really like, fee- and my husband does have like a, a smaller phone and it's like not quite as like damaged. Yeah. And I, I but I don't know why, Franny, that I had his phone and not my own. Our theory is that he had his phone out and I was like, oh, here, let me take pictures of Jenny when she first like jumped in the pool. Yeah. But I don't remember. Yeah. And so unfortunately, his phone is totally fried, as was my pen. That sucks. And I know you tried the rice trick because who doesn't? Yeah. And rice did not save the day. No, the uh, pen and the phone spent all nice in a big bucket of rice. Yep. Uh, And to our dismay, when we woke up, both were you know, yeah, dead. yeah, just, just well, dead. screwed, fried. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have so, you seen Have you seen that meme by the way, where they're like, "Can we just take 2021 and just put in a big thing of rice?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you think everything would be better if we do that? <laughs> Let's try it. I know. I mean. Why not? So I saw the pictures, and you can seek them out too. I know that you put them on our Instagram, Pillow Talk Podcast FM, and uh, it's they are not all the pictures, but they're the pictures that. We're talking about yeah the pictures that show exactly how the moment where her pen and her phone, her husband's phone, got fried. Yeah, yeah, they're fun pictures, but it looked like a good time. And then when I saw this, and now that you're explaining what the party was, mm-hmm. I totally want to steal it because I'm 39 and it's gonna. This is my last year of my 30s. Ooh. I know, so I want to do like a death to 30s. I love that idea. I I totally support that. Yes, yes. I could help with that. Yeah, tell her I'm taking it. <laughs> I'm right. taking it. I'm just probably gonna like take it and go to Costa Rica with it. Oh, well, all right. That works. Why not? All right. That sounds like, uh, I mean, I don't want to say a better time, but like a lot of fun. Yes, yes. We'll definitely do it. But um, we're going to get into some things. And uh, I know your husband adores and loves you. And even though you fried his phone, you guys are still solid. We are still solid. You are. But there's some people who may not be that solid. And when they're not, they sometimes tend to seek the attention or affection from other people. Yes, yes. And whether they think they're doing something wrong or not, we're here to tell you you are. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, we're, that's starting strong. We're just going to come right out and say it bluntly. But yes, yeah. you should know yes. that if you are looking outside of your relationship for you know validation from another mm-hmm. human being, that perhaps you know that you're doing a naughty thing. Yes, and if you're listening right now, uh, I'm going to... Uh, Tell you a few things, things that you may be doing that you're not realizing you're doing that according to this article, if you are doing these things, you are for sure having an emotional affair. Uh-oh. So we're making you aware of this right now. All right. <laughs> about to start speaking some truth around we here are, in Pillow Talk. We are. All right. Now, these are the main warning signs you're having an emotional affair. And then after the fact, I want to ask Megan a question about this. Okay. So the first thing on here, and we basically said it when we were talking, introducing this topic, is you look to someone else for attention and validation. Uh Aha, step one. Yes, it is. Um, Listen, if you're in a relationship, you shouldn't need or want another person to validate your emotional needs at an intimate level. They say the key word here is intimate. We love our friends, right? We have great friends of both sexes, but the support they provide for us is different than the support your partner provides for you. So if you're going out there trying to find that kind of support Mm -hmm. that maybe you're not getting from your significant other, then clearly there's something lacking in that relationship, right? Absolutely. And I do understand that, um, you know, all of us, men or women, like we want to feel good. We want to feel appreciated. We want to feel validated. We want that attention. Absolutely. And which I think that we deserve from them. A hundred percent. And I think that everybody, even if like you find yourself to be like a pretty like introverted type person, everybody seeks some type of attention. Everybody like wants to feel good. Like Mm -hmm. you said, you know, Mm -hmm. and I, um, I'm going to speak for myself, but I know you can too, Megan. I mean, I know in my lifetime, in a past relationship that is something that I did when it should have been and I and, and with time and maturity learn that what you should do the proper thing to do is when you're at that point and you don't feel like there is no return to how the relationship used to be right you should end it right Be- right before you seek out somebody else yeah break it off if you're yes. starting to have those yes. feelings yes but sometimes that somebody else that attention is really close to home right so right. when it happened with me it was somebody I was working with uh-huh. and you know and I was getting that attention and I was getting the compliments and I was you know he was making me laugh and it was all these things that I wasn't getting 
at home and and it turned into that texty kind of flirty kind of relationship yeah Yeah. that I was hiding Mm -hmm. and that is clearly even though it's not physical I mean you look at it that's clearly cheating right if he would have seen it game over and if I vice versa I would have been like what are you doing I mean believe me I would have been pissed if I would have seen he was having the same kind of conversations right but I wasn't getting what I wanted and and, and at that time too I was just shut down my that switch turned from on to off and I don't think it was going to go back on again um but I you know I did it and I I'm not proud of doing it but it was because I was lacking something and I do look back at it going man I should have ended it because it would have been easier on both of us and I think that um you know and something that you said it's it sparked something instantly. I think that we do these things when we're a little bit more emotionally immature. Yes. But I think that this is natural. We're not the only ones, and I am not innocent. I have a, a, a story of my own. Mm-hmm. Um, as we know, I'm, I'm happily married. Um, love my husband. But there was a time that I was in a long-term relationship with another guy, and he wasn't super supportive of what I was doing. I was doing a, a lot of acting and modeling and he didn't like that I was getting attention. A little jealousy. He was very jealous. And it just, it kind of snowballed into a bunch of other problems where we just, we grew apart. You know, it, we weren't where we were five years ago. Um, and I felt, you know, a little betrayed because he wasn't being so supportive. Now, I was in my early 20s. So this is an immature thing, you know, that I've definitely learned from. Um, again, like fine print here. We would not do these things at this stage in our life because we've lived and we've learned and we've already made these mistakes, yes, you know. and met the right people, too. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I met, a, a just like you, I met a male friend. We were coworkers. We worked together a lot. We, you know, we hit it off. Um, and it got to the point where my partner, my significant other and I were not, I mean, we were sleeping in separate bedrooms. I mean, it was very distant. Uh, so you're basically done. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. just very like rocky. Well, mm-hmm. meanwhile, I was getting this attention from Guy at, at work and I, you know, I had turned him down initially. I had told him, no, like, listen, I'm in a, you know, crappy relationship right now. It's a mess. And he just didn't care. He was there for me as a friend. He was always kind of still he there. He wanted that ass. He, he wanted it. He was persistent, uh, Franny. Yep. Well, you know, the texting started and, and things of that nature. And it did. It turned into an emotional affair. Now, I'm not proud necessarily of my behavior and how all of that started. But you live and you learn, right? Fast forward, I married that guy. <laughs> See, so happy ending. Something that, you know, maybe wasn't the best decision ever no. at the time turned out to be the best decision ever. Isn't that weird? It is weird. Yeah. But like, th- it's bad bad behavior. Bad behavior. And that's my point. And though. they always say that you, sh- that you shouldn't be rewarded for bad behavior. But you got rewarded for Oopsies. bad behavior. I kind of did. <laughs> but yeah. the point is, is that bad Megan, I should have been brave enough just to cut things off with that person. Yeah. He ended up finding text messages and it ended up being this like tumultuous crappy emotional breakup and that sucks and you should do everything in your power to avoid that which is why Franny is going to continue to give us yes. more of the warning signs that you could be effing things up already yeah yeah so um, I'm gonna you know this these are the six things and just pay attention because you may not realize that you are having an emotional affair uh, on here the other one is you're hiding relationships from your partner well clearly mm. <laughs> it's a big one so, you know, don't, I do not believe couples should share all their communication with each other. I don't believe in reading your partner's texts, emails, or messages. Amen. I'm with that too. Right. I think once you start that, picking up the phone or seeking it, I think that there's, that, that it's a sign that there's a problem in your relationship. And then it's, it's like no a down, yeah, it's a downward spiral. You want to keep checking yep. and making sure that there's nothing. Yep. Yeah. And that sucks though. Like if you don't see anything, but you keep on looking, it's like you're just trying to find something. Right. That may not even be there. Red flag. And then you're going to make yourself crazy <laughs> mm-hmm. too. Um, but yeah, but there should be lines of respect. So if you have to hide your interactions with, uh, with another because of what you are saying or doing during these interactions, that's when it crosses the line. And it gets into this murky area. Yep. Yep. So I 100% agree. The third one on here, you're having inappropriate communication with others. The flirting, the sending texts saying you're missing them on an intimate level, stuff like that. This is the big one, too, that they say. um, Sharing information about your current relationship. 
that your partner wouldn't want you to know uh, or to share, like talking about your sexual fr frustrations. Ooh, no, that's a big no. -no. Yes. <laughs> you cannot do that. Yep. And that's I bet you good. it happens all the time. I'm sure that these. it does because people start, uh, you know, kind of like ranting. They go, they start venting mm -hmm. to this other person who's this new outlet for them. Yeah. And I'm sure it's like, and then we don't have sex. Yeah. And it just comes out and it's just like, oh, bad. How many red flags? Yeah. You know? A ton of them. And all you need is one, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't take this many. However. Yes. Yes. Also on here, you think of rekindling old romantic relationships man that is what Facebook has done <laughs> yeah it's like on this day yep it sure has or you know maybe like you're not having you're you're not in a good spot with your significant other and then Facebook pops up and there's your old high school boyfriend you're like oh let me see what they're up to yeah you go on yeah. again a downward spiral of yep. all their albums and I think that another thing is that social media has made it easier because you can look, you could kind of like browse the catalog mm -hmm. before you actually make any purchases or before you decide to make any returns. Yep, absolutely. That is a very good way of putting <laughs> it. Um, you have feelings for someone who isn't your partner. Well, ding, ding, ding. Yep, Obviously, yep, yeah, that'd yep. be bad. Captain Obvious there. <laughs> and then uh, finally, you receive reciprocation. Listen, in all these situations, there is a degree, obviously, of reciprocation. And you cannot control what another person is doing, but if someone is constantly flirting with you or attempting to bring up your relationship, hence Megan's persistent husband, <laughs> they say the real danger arises when you reciprocate. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Grease, yeah, 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 they I do, guess. they do. So I know most of those things are obvious, but if you're listening, sometimes, listen, we are in self-denial, right? Mm -hmm. And we are just here to make you aware of this possible emotional cheating, which I think we both agree is just as bad or maybe as bad as physical. Oh, I would say, Franny, that it's even worse, um, yeah. in, in, at least in my opinion. Um, but we want to hear your opinion. If you guys have a different opinion or if there's... um a story that you have of an emotional affair and, and where it led you, if it was a disaster, or if you're like me and it kind of worked out for you. It did work out, kind of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then we want to hear from you at Pillow Talk Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and in our DMs on Instagram. But it is time to pay the sponsors that we love so much. So when we get back, we're going to talk about a DM. We, we did get a DM with we a did. friend issue. We're going to help them out. Uh, we're also going to tell you about the hottest new brunch spot in town. And Franny's going to quiz me on the horniest emojis. Yes, I said that. You did. You did. I like it when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> All of that and so much more when we get back with Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. Don't go anywhere. We'll have more Pillow Talk right after this short break. This is Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. <laughs> We're letting you in on what girls really talk about. All right. Now here are your hosts, Franny and Megan. Welcome back to Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. The voice you're hearing is Megan. Hello, if you're just joining us. But I obviously couldn't do this without the smoke show sitting across from me. I wish you were closer. Hi, Franny. Girl, I can scoot up next to you if you want me to. I'll sit on that lap. Uh, Let's get cozy up in here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. COVID. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> okay. A little social distance, whatever. So, right. Six feet apart. Whatever. You know, I want to be close to you. You know, I, know. I do. But hi. Hi. <laughs> and thank you for tuning in as always. You want to hit us up? Check us out, see what we look like, see what we post, see our sense of humor. You can do all of that on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram, by the way, is where we look at your DMs, your yeah. direct messages, and that is pillowtalkpodcast.fm. And if this is your first time tuning in, if you're listening on Real Radio 92.1 or 1017, you can also check us out on realradio921.com. That is the website there, and check out the Pillow Talk blog, and then, of course, catch up with all the episodes on that absolutely free iHeartRadio app. Absolutely. And if you do head over to realradio921.com slash pillow talk, you can even access our podcast right from there. So let's say you like what Perfect. you hear. Your ears are happy right now. I've got good news from you or for you and from us. Um, we are a podcast on that absolutely free iHeartRadio app. You can download our episodes, listen to them whenever you want. Uh, open a bottle, pour your friends some drinks. Yes. And just submerge yourself in pillow talk. Talk to me. So talking about, you bring up popping bottles. This yeah. gets me to somewhere 
that I never would have thought of popping bottles at. Now, when I think brunch, I don't know about you, Megan, but I think mimosas. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I think, you know, bacon, automatically. Essentials. Assen- the essentials, of right? Of course. Maybe like a Bloody Mary or something. Oh, yeah. yeah I like I a Bloody start, Mary. Start with that. You know, I mean, little French toast, eggs, whatever, whatever your preference is. <laughs> yeah. But I think about certain establishments I go to. Yeah. One place I've never really thought about until possibly now. I don't want to knock it until I try it. And mm-hmm. this is a place I've been to before and I've enjoyed their breakfast mm-hmm. is IHOP, the International House of Pancakes. Oh, yeah. I've, I've had IHOP a time or two. Sometimes yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know? That's typically it. It's uh, sometimes. Well, it's been a long time since I've done that. But that is one of those places that most of them around here open very, very late. Thank or God. shall I say very early? <laughs> yeah. And you end up there a time or two after a night of having drinks with your friends. Which is, you know, responsible as long as you've gotten there responsibly. Because, of course. You, you know, you fill your belly with all that delicious, greasy food. Yes. And, um, you know, I, I support it. But, yeah, Franny, I've, I've hung out at the IHOP. Yeah. So I actually saw on RealRadio921.com slash Pillow Talk that you posted this. And <laughs> it was um, some news that IHOP wants to bring out to the masses. And maybe we will go check it out one day. Hell Yes. So IHOP has added a bubbles, wine, and brew section to their menu. That is right. That an IHOP near you could possibly be pouring mimosas and serving good times as we speak. I love it. So Food and Wine Magazine, um, they kind of spilled the beans here that IHOP is wanting to join in on this brunch bandwagon. Because why not? Like you said, bitches love brunch. Yes, they do. Um, and so apparently, and I, I correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe somebody listening out there Um, we'll be able to chime in and send us a DM and let me know. But I'm pretty sure that the IHOPs in Vegas or maybe select locations in Vegas were already serving alcohol. I know it does say that. I don't know. I'm not sure. But doesn't Vegas sound like one of those places where it definitely could happen? Where every place would serve (laughs) alcohol in Vegas. Yeah. And I want to say you may be correct. I know that they're one of the few places, including like Orlando, I think, too, that even like the Taco Bells have gone that route in California. Mm -hmm. Have you heard about the like the Taco Bell cantinas? Yes. Actually, um, I went to a concert in downtown Cleveland once. And my brother and I, after the show, were like, all right, let's go get some Taco Bell. And we stumbled upon one and we saw like people pouring shots of Patron and like Don Julio. Where am I? Exa- I looked around and I was like, <laughs> are we okay here? Yeah. Like, do I keep partying or no? Do I get the food that I meant to soak up everything? Yeah. You know? What did you do? Did you keep partying? We got, you, I had to try one of the margaritas. They yeah. had a margarita on the I, menu. I know. And if you're at a Taco Bell that has a margarita, you kind of have to. Yeah. I, one in Rome? Exactly. I exactly. <laughs> I think. Yeah. So this IHOP, well, okay, so you said select locations. Right. So we got to seek it out because there's probably an IHOP in like every single city. Right. <laughs> I know they're everywhere. Like, times 10, yeah. I think on every like major road here in South Florida, like there's a, and at least one IHOP. Um, but it says that they're starting this program in the San Diego and New Mexico markets before bringing it worldwide. So we, we might have to just check in and, and find out when it's going to be popping up in the Sunshine State down here. But if you guys have one near you that's already serving alcohol and you've been in there for brunch or you went in there to check out this Bubbles Wine and Brew section, then we want to know about it. Yes, we Totally do. I know that when you think brunch, and that's what I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how this is going to evolve. I know for now they're only in select places and it's probably going to be really chill. But, you know, down here in South Florida, mm-hmm. if you're listening on the iHeartRadio app somewhere else, thank you so much. But, yeah, we're down here in South Florida, Palm Beach, and brunch is a big deal. A big deal down here. It is. <laughs> Girls get dressed up. Guys uh-huh. get dressed up. There's DJs playing. People are dancing on tables. There's a dude playing a saxophone along with the DJ. Right. You know that guy? There's yes. DJs that like lights on him yes. and stuff? Yeah. I mean, it's, it is. It's a party. It's yeah. a people. They party Saturday night. They sleep in until around 10 or 11 and they do it all over again. <laughs> Go back out. Oh my God. It's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be that person. Oh, for sure. I can't, I can't. do that. I can't do that anymore. I can't. No. I can't either. No. I did it the other day. You were supposed to do it after your friend's birthday party, the 30th birthday party last right. weekend, and you couldn't. I did not make it. No. <laughs> in fact, I didn't even plug in my phone the night before the one working cell phone that yeah. we had at that point. And so I woke up at like 1230 and I was like, ooh, miss, miss that. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Whoopsies. Yeah. There was a there was a time where I was definitely you know I was a machine. I was I was the Energizer Bunny. I'm like, what are we doing next? What are we doing? And now I'm Same. just like after a night and a very long night, I just I'm I'm good. I'm just gonna hang out on my couch. But I am curious to try this out. So um, we're talking about drinking champagne and popping bottles. And one of my favorite emojis to send over every now and then. And when you're cheersing or congratulating or happy birthday, I'm always, it's so weird. These are my two emojis I send for birthdays. I send the bottle, the champagne popping <laughs> yeah, bottle. Yeah. And a thing of bacon. I don't know why. It's just my thing. But that's okay. <laughs> and those are those are two delicious things. Uh, I would have probably asked questions like, "So, are you coming over with like bacon and champagne?" Yeah, yeah. Luckily, nobody ever asked me to do that because then I'd be like, "Oh man, I gotta go to bacon and champagne." <laughs> oh crap! Yeah. I gotta go to Megan's. Yeah. So speaking of emojis. Cosmopolitan magazine and guys, I, I know it's Cosmic, like that's a chick magazine, but they got some good uh, <laughs> articles. Yeah. They got some good sex articles too. You may want to read it if you're uh, <laughs> with your girl, get some tips. But they had one and I, I went through this and I was just baffled because I would not have put these meanings behind these emojis. Okay. So they call these the horniest emojis. Hmm. And they rank them by sheer sexiness. And I'm not going to go through all of them, but I want to go through some of them because I want to ask Megan if she thinks she knows what these are. Now, I'm going to start <laughs> okay. or what they mean. I should say the meaning behind them. All right. So I'm going to start with uh, one that's pretty basic here. So we are going to go with the fire emoji. Do you know what the fire emoji is? That's probably just like you're hot or like I'm hot for you or something like that. Yeah, so okay. I guess there's versatility, right, to it, and you can do that. You can suggest, right, that like you're, like, killing it, you're hot, send him an outfit, and you're like, yeah, this is great. Um, you could use it as a response to a, a nude, you know, when you send all your nudes over. Fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I probably send more fires to my girlfriends, by the way. Like, if I see a post that they put up there and, yep. and they look really hot. I do the same I thing. I like triple fire. I'm like fire, same. fire, fire. <laughs> Depending on how hot, I just keep going. Oh, you know, yeah. Five, yeah, six, just, seven. Just, just, just take up pages with fire <laughs> emojis. But this one they say, by the way, and this is the least of the sexiest, but it's on the sexy list. They say this lacks the heart and creativity of a professional emoji user. Okay. So if you're using the fire to tell someone you're hot, they're saying... Get a little creative, all right? It makes a okay. list. It makes a cut, but it's not the sexiest. All right. Now, one I'm kind of confused about, and I've never used it, but I kind of want to start using it, even not for this. I, I, I want to confuse people is what I want to do. Okay. Because I know what it means now, but the woozy face. Okay. So that's the guy with like, he kind of has like a wobbly, like a wavy mouth. Yes. Okay. Yes. And his eyes are all crooked. And like, he just like looks, I do this thing. I have a niece who's five years old. And anytime she's in a sugar high, she runs around the house like, ah. and then when she stops, mm -hmm. she rotates her head and rolls her eyes and goes, Ugh. so that emoji. Yes. Face. Yes. Yeah. So now I do that. Like when anybody confuses me, like my uh. co-host or my husband, I'll go. That's so funny. I love I it. So what do you think? So it's not what I'm doing. That's not the meaning behind it because you know, I'm talking about my five year old niece. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not sexy. <laughs> no. So this is supposed to be a sexy emoji. You send okay. out with a text. What do you think it means? Um, that, oh gosh, I know like a, someone's making you woozy, like weak in the knees or something. I, I like where you're going okay. and you're kind of there. But according to this, they're saying that this mouth with uneven eyes and the swirly, whirly mouth or whatever, the squiggly lips is the unofficial orgasm face emoji. Oh. Yes. Speaking of oh, I figured it would be oh, like an oh, o. oh. I see what you, you just what did I'm there. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so that's the uh, that's the O face. Uh-huh. Hmm. They say you may not want to punctuate a message or a sex sesh with this to indicate your climax. But this little guy still deserves horny credit where credit is due, which places him on the list at number 16. Now, another one. And before we started recording the show, you and I, I told you about this one. And we decided that we were going to text our husbands just this. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> it's been a couple hours since we've done this. Yeah. And so this one on here. So Megan knows what it is because we decided we were going to do it as a saxophone. Mm -hmm. So I'll let you know what it is. And then Megan can tell you her response. Okay. And then I will tell you mine. So <laughs> saxophone, right? All right. They say what's sexier hmm. than the smoothness of jazz. And they say the saxophone emoji can be seen as a call to arms for getting it on. 
So okay. basically, like, just send that for a booty call. Like okay. you're 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 sounding the the, the you're alarm. Not trumpet. You're sounding the saxophone. The alarm. They say the smoother, more sophisticated version of "you up." Text hmm. is you just fire this baby away and receive, and your receiving partner will see it as you kind of raising your eyebrows teasingly and making eyes at them, which is exactly how they should read it. Hmm. Now you send it to your husband. Yeah, I just did. just the sex, nothing else. Yeah, yeah. What did he text you back? Uh, well, the first thing that he said back was sax. <laughs> just that's it, sax. Yeah, love it. Um, so I sent two more, kind of like a like I was raising my eyebrows twice. You know what I mean? Like, hey, hey. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm sorry that I had to look you in the eyes while I did that. Yeah, no, I um, liked it. It was actually hot. <laughs> okay, good. Um, and then he just said, what? With like three question marks. So he did not get it. Okay, so I am trying to go back because we've been going back and forth. My husband and I have all day. And I sent him the same thing, a saxophone, right? Mm-hmm. So I sent him a saxophone and I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> and then I got, um, so what are we having for dinner tonight? <laughs> Completely disregarded your saxophone. He just ignored it. Forget that. Didn't even ask what I meant by it. Didn't even say like, did you send that by accident? It was legit, just nothing for a moment. I waited forever. I don't think I got a text from him. Yeah. Okay. So it took 30 minutes for him to finally send a text back and right. it wasn't even a response. It was, what are we having for dinner tonight? Okay. So neither of our husbands picked up on this no. like, extremely sexy saxophone no. that the kids are using. Yeah. But at least yours acknowledged. <laughs> sax. <laughs> Mine got no, like zero. When I first glanced, I, I thought it said sex and I was like, <laughs> Holy cow, he is, you know, up with the times. Yeah, I mean, he is a little bit younger than you. So maybe he's maybe he's just a little bit more like hip to it. What's really funny about this conversation that we're having is that the other day I heard something in a song and I was like, babe, and I wish that I could remember it because then maybe somebody else could explain it to me. But um, I was like, hey, babe, what does that mean? And he looked at me and he was like, I know that I used to be your plug for lingo. He's like, but I think I'm, I think I've spent too much time like in here with you. He's like, I, I don't know what's going on out there anymore. I'm like, Dang. oh, that's funny. So you used to go to him like to, to, like, to yeah. figure out what the like, slang was. Yeah. And I still do. I still ask him like yeah. mostly things I hear in rap songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. I think my husband would be way better at that kind of stuff than me too. <laughs> All right. So we are going through what they claim are the sexiest emojis out there that you can send to somebody. Mm-hmm. I love this one. We know this one. Everybody knows this one. They title it the humble eggplants. <laughs> I wouldn't have necessarily yes. said humble with humble. The, the way people are using that, but yeah, okay. Yep, yep, yep. So if you don't know what that is, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> ask your, ask the kids. Exactly. Uh, there's other very immature ones. The immature hand motion of the finger pointing going into an okay sign. Just kind of put your mind to that one too if you oh. want to. It's a bit inappropriate. <laughs> I wonder. It is a bit inappropriate, but yes, people do that one. All right, what do you think this one is? The eager tongue guy, and that's the that's the smiley face emoji, and just like <sighs> tongue out. Um, I use that sometimes, but I am kind of known to stick my tongue out at people. So. You are a tongue sticker outer. I am. Yeah, but you do have a long tongue, so I understand why. I mean, you got to showcase that thing. It just it, it's um it's too much to be to be caged in there. All <laughs> it the doesn't time. want to stay. So when it sees a camera, it just like comes out like hello. <laughs> You're like, I can't control this thing. And it's got a mind of its own at this point. Yes, it wants to come out. Um, but yeah, the. So many, so much. That, uh, yeah. There's so much we could do with oh, that. Oh, I'm Go sure. On. I'm sure they're, they're, that people listening right now are thinking the yeah. same thing. <laughs> yeah. So the tongue emoji, they say, you know, it's, it can be a lot of things, but they say when you do a string of three of them, oh. it is equally appropriate in response to maybe somebody sending you like a mirror selfie in a bikini or whatever it is. Okay. That is like. I am horny for you. You look so hot right now. You are making my tongue stick out. I am panting. Okay. Yep. I can totally see that. Yeah, I can too. And then we'll wrap it up with this one. And because I want to get into the DMs. Right. Yeah. We need some, we need some more time. Especially on this now. Talk. If we check, we probably have a bunch of weird ones. Yeah. People explaining some of this. Oh, yeah. And listen, <laughs> listen, if I don't get to some of these or maybe the ones I'm talking about aren't on your list of emojis you send out in a sexual horny manner dm us <laughs> pillow talk podcast.fm on instagram tell us what you use yeah 
to woo whoever it is, your guy or girl, and and tell us what it means. Maybe you've created your own like sentence with emojis. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, but make sure that you explain it to us and you don't just yes. send us like two shrimp emojis. We're yeah. not gonna know what's going on. You know what I'll think if you send me a shrimp <laughs> emoji. I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry for you. Especially more than one. At yeah. that point, we're like, oh God. <laughs> Super serious. I know. <laughs> Actually, okay, so I have two more I'm gonna squeeze in here really fast because I think they're interesting. One is the sick face, but used rep- repetitively. And that is the uh, the little round emoji, and he looks like he's blowing his nose with a tissue. Three of them. They okay. say repetitively. What? And we're talking about these are supposed to be horny. Yeah, because I send that when I have a sinus infection. Yeah, or a cold, <laughs> right? Yeah. There's nothing sexy about a sinus infection. No, there's nothing um, sexy about an emoji blowing his nose. No, that's actually repulsive. Yeah. So is it like... Honestly, Franny, I don't, I don't know how to spin this one. I don't either. And even when I explain to you, I wonder if you're going to get it. So it said it would be douchey to respond, ha, huh, sick, to a, to a sex. Yet it's not <laughs> douchey and is, in fact, extremely horny reply to send the sick face three times instead. Effectively communicating the same thing. They're saying those emojis is horny because it's bold. It's a simple way of saying I'm into this in ways words can't convey. It's a show of horny respect. What? <laughs> Placeholder for verbal validation to come. Help me. I just still, I'm still don't get it. I don't, what the yeah. hell does a guy sneezing or blowing his nose in a tissue have to do with like respect? If anything, if yes. somebody sent three of those snotty tissues my way, that is total disrespect. I'm yeah. going to knock you out. Yeah, I don't get it. So that one just, I think, <laughs> goes over both of our heads. Yeah, I don't understand I don't all. either. And then finally, we'll end with this one. The clown emoji. What do you think the clown emoji means? Um, like, you want to have some fun? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. You want to play with my big you red wanna, nose? Yeah, you want to play? With I got that? some big feet. Want to check them out? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know what they say about big feet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're totally off. They say it's putting your hands into flame willingly. Like, basically, you're a stove toucher. You know you're about to do something, and you're just, like, leaving it behind. Reckless abandonment. They say the clown is a warning sign that you're about to do something stupid. <laughs> oh. But in the grand scheme, it's harmless it says what I'm doing is stupid and I know it but I don't care oh man yes I think I'm gonna have to start using this one let's just clown everybody I think that um, from now on like you're gonna there's gonna be a time for anywhere this like this leaves your mind right you're gonna leave here you know you're gonna go about your weekend yeah and um, what I'm thinking is that like you're gonna forget this conversation happened at some point until one day I send you a clown emoji out of nowhere and you're like Oh no, Megan's about to get in trouble. She's gonna do something <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Where's she at? But it's okay because she doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. And it's all right in the grand scheme of things and it's harmless, but it's gonna be dumb. Actually, if you send that to me, I'll be uh-huh. like, where and when? Yeah. <laughs> And what also, t- what time? What time can I be there? And why am I horny all of a sudden? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm there. What time? And that, like that meme, it was like, like something like, do you want to do something bad or it's a bad decision? And you're mm-hmm. like, you're like, what time and when? I know there's like some kind of meme, and I was like, yep, that's me and my friends for sure. Yes. All right. So uh, we went over those, and now is a time where we like to go into our DMs. And you, you've sent us some great ones. You've sent us some tips. You sent us some um, some hacks when it comes to cooking. And you've also sent us questions. You know, whether you're seeking advice about love, friendship, whatever it is, Megan and I are going to do our best to give you some advice. So what do we have this week, Megan? All right. Well, we've got a bit of a friend debacle. And I shared um, in, a, in a previous episode with you, Franny, uh, you know, kind of a similar issue a little bit that I'm having with a friend. Uh, but this person's got something going on. And I think that we can kind of help them get to the bottom of this pretty quickly. I think we might kind of feel the same on this. Yeah. What do you do when a friend is a user? So that my friend's car broke down and she demanded that I wire her a ridiculous amount of money for a tow or drive 130 miles to pick her up. And when I politely refused, she threw a raging tantrum. She routinely lies and invents medical ailments to get out of doing things. And so what's the breakup protocol with a friend? And that's kind of the question that I came to you with, Franny. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to let you start. What do you do when, with this person's friend being a user? So I feel like friendship or friends and user don't go hand in hand, right? No. Those two words. Mm-mm. I just... I. I I don't know how long you guys have been friends for. I don't know. I mean, you know, a lot about it. But what I do know is clearly what you sent over and the word demanding, right? Like demanding money. Friends shouldn't demand, right? Like friends, 
if they know and they're hitting you up, they're going to ask you politely, like, hey, this happened. My car broke down. Can you loan me something? Right. And if you can't, do you think you can come pick me up? I'm sorry I'm an hour and a half away. Right. Not like, you better give me money because my car broke down. And if you're not, you're driving an hour and a half or whatever it is to come and pick me up. No, because a good friend would never demand, right? No. Like, I would venture to say, Franny, we're good enough friends that if I broke down like 130 miles away, yeah. I could call you. Yes. And even if you couldn't get to me, you would try to find me some help. Yeah. Like, that's what a friend would do. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what they would do. And I would 100% do that for you. And so there's that's just like one of, there's a couple keywords in here that make mm-hmm. me go, I don't know if this friendship is worth it. And I understand that it's really hard sometimes to let go of a friendship. And especially if you've been friends with somebody for a long time. Um, but when I think we had our conversation about this um, with your friend, I think, you know, we came to the conclusion that, you know, it, 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 friendship shouldn't be that hard, right? right? I don't understand everything is work. All relationships are at work, right? right. But, it, but if you're not getting mutual respect, if you're looking at your friend and you're just like, you know, and you've said this before, like, you know, what are, what are they doing to benefit me? But in a, but in a friendly way, like it's not a give or take kind of thing, right? Right. No. right? But, but are they enhancing your life in a way, or are they right. just kind of making you stressed out and down all the time? I mean, if that's the case, then I think it's okay. Sometimes yeah. to break up with a friend. I do. When a relationship is so toxic that it's causing you any type of like stress, it shouldn't be that much work. A friendship should be, like Franny said, this mutual uh, beneficial relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and something that sticks out to me that someone said to me once is, is this person adding value to your life? Yep. And if they're no longer adding value to your life or, you know, mutually beneficial relationship, then it is okay to cut, you know, people like that out of your life because that's going to be best for you in the long run. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I think that that one statement alone should be enough to answer the message that you sent us. I really do. I mean, I do. And, And listen, all breakups suck, whether it's boyfriend, girlfriend, whether it's a divorce, whether it's a long-term friendship, whatever it is. I, I know sometimes people have falling outs with their family, right? But you know, if they're toxic or they don't add any beneficial value to your life, you just got to rip that Band-Aid. It's going to suck yeah. initially. You may pull some hairs. <laughs> You're yeah. like, oh, that was, it's going to sting. It is. Yeah. It is. But, you know, I, I mean, every wound, every scab, you know, I mean, it's going to suck, but it needs some fresh air. It needs some sunlight to heal. <laughs> yes. And it will. It will eventually. I mean, breaking up sucks. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. But I think what sucks more is to have a toxic person in your life that's going to be constantly bringing stress on you. Yeah, and you called them a liar. You said they're always inventing things that are wrong with them. So just, you know, that's a person, you rip that Band-Aid. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I feel like we kind of answered that to the best of our ability. Yes. But if you feel like uh, Megan and Franny have no idea what we're we're (laughs) talking about. You may. There's so many people just yelling at the radios right now. (laughs) Yeah. What? That was awful. (laughs) But no, I I think that we gave her the right advice. Um, But we want to hear what you guys have to say about it. Again, we invite you to check out our social media. You want to check us out. If you've got um, something to share with us, that's at PillowTalkPodcast.fm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And just like that, Franny, we're out of time. Yeah, we are. It really is like a blink of an eye. It is. (laughs) This is our reunion show, and it was just so much fun. I know. I know. But listen... Two weeks away from each other will never happen again. It better not. I know. I can't say. I can't say never because yeah. who knows what this world is going to bring to us. Knock but wood. we are going to the, do the best that we can to keep Pillow Talk coming to you fresh every single week. Same time, same place next week. You want to do this again? Let's do it again. Let's do it again. And as always, we thank you so very much for tuning in, whether you're listening on Real Radio 92.1-1017 or that absolutely free iHeartRadio app. Listen, make sure if you haven't checked them out, listen to all of the episodes of the Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. We are a podcast on the iHeartRadio app and you can watch, you can wa- we can watch. Eventually, maybe that'd be nice. <laughs> that'd be you fun. can, yeah, you can listen to all of our episodes. But it's that time. We got to say bye. So until next week, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. This has been Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. Check out our weekly podcast on Real Radio to get the inside scoop on what the girls are really talking about. Okay, fellas, it's time for a cold shower. See you next week. Oh, yeah.